Hello, everybody. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Stephanie. I'm Marlena. And this is Fun, Funny, and a Pile, and a pile of Crap. Of crap. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get better than that. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode three, or welcome to episode three of Fun, Funny, and a Pile of Crap with um, some freaking awesome cousins. Um, I'm Stephanie. Marlena. <laughs> and today we are doing a potpourri episode where we're just going to kind of ramble and tangent about a topic. I will say this, we ramble and tangent on everything, but today I gave it some structure. So hopefully yeah. we follow we follow through with the structure. We probably won't, but it'll be a bit more guided. We did get uh, a, we did get a review from one of <laughs> one of the six cousins that listened to the podcast that said, yeah, it's really funny because you two just kind of talk like on a ramble, but that's how you talk in real life. So I liked that. Yeah. I like the, I like that we're, if, if we're anything, we're authentic. Yeah. <laughs> and so again, we're doing this for us again. We are yeah. doing this for us. Anybody if, if else fans have any requests? I'm sorry. I cannot <laughs> adhere. <laughs> I can't. I also, the notion that we would have any fans whatsoever that aren't obligated to love us is unreal, and I can't I believe the word out of my mouth. Part of me was thinking, like, maybe at the end of like episodes in the future, we should be like, and if there's anything you want to hear us talk about, let us know. And we'll, and I'm like, they hear us talk, and by they I mean like John and Wes and Christina. They hear us talk plenty. They don't yeah, have Wes anything. Like, if you would stop talking, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and me meanwhile Megan and May were like uh when's it my turn like I would like a turn can I talk so yeah you know. which they will you will You'll be um okay so should we talk about our this week's potpourri um like topic is uh, our thoughts on fitness because recently as everybody did in the quarantines we decided to to exercise and try and get fit so a little backstory. Stephanie and I were both high school athletes. Stephanie went on to do great things in college as well. I, <laughs> I want to say great. Adopted the NARP lifestyle. If you're not familiar with NARP, it's non-athletic regular person. Marlene or but, Megan taught me that. Megan taught me that acronym. I love Megan. Mm -hmm. So, um, am I going to butter up Megan this whole episode? I know we really are trying to get her vote because we did bully her episode one. Sorry, Megan. We love, we you, love you, you so much. We think you're great. I'm sorry. I said you didn't have legs when you have, you to have the artsiest Snapchat stories of anyone else. I know. <laughs> and I mean that, um, our great partner in bucket ball, but I, see, but I gave you a high five <laughs> anyway. So one thing that is really frustrating is that I was pretty athletic in high school and I lost every single bit of it. I ran cross country. If uh, yesterday I ran two miles without walking and I really, 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 really thought I was seeing the light and <laughs> probably, wearing, probably had like blinding piercing fuzzies in your eyes. I was, I was doing one of those runs like Andy Dwyer where my eyes were closed and my head was back. <laughs> And I wish I were joking, but that's what I looked like. Fish. There was no strong finish coming from me, um, which is really disappointing because I ran track and I was pretty good at it. I ran cross country and I was pretty good at it. Again, average is what I'm calling pretty good. Um, so I get really frustrated 
when I try and do things that I know that I've done in the past and I can't get it quickly. That's, I think the, the biggest frustration I have with fitness in general is how long it takes to see any kind of results and also how long it takes to do a good workout. Yes. It's, it's time that I know I should take for myself, but it's time that I just feel like I'm wasting, especially when I only have so much time in the evenings now, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, I just don't have the time. I don't want to eat dinner so late because I spent like an hour and a half getting in a good workout where I worked out my arms to the best that I should have. And I got some good cardio in and I worked out my abs and I stretched enough to be effective. I, that's the hardest, hardest part for me is to just accept that I'm taking that kind of time for myself. I don't know if anyone else feels that no, way. I but. agree completely. That's why I think quarantine quarantines was the best time and also the only time that I would have been able to start working out again for all the reasons you just said like um Christina and I both also coach so when it is an on season for she coaches soccer in the fall which is all screwed up right now because of COVID but in a typical year Christina coaches soccer in the fall and then I coach basketball in the winter and then we both coach together softball in the spring so even when it's not technically my season, I'm still going to all of her games. Yeah. And so like there are late nights and then softball, we're both gone. So it's not like one of us is home making dinner. We're yeah. both gone on the road. And then we get home at like six, seven o'clock and then we eat a late dinner. And so when in that day am I supposed to get in a worthwhile exercise? Yes. And so. I, my gym used to be like right down the street from my school and I'd just go straight from school to the gym. I, I was able to lift, which I really do enjoy. I will say that like in terms of working out, I really do enjoy lifting and doing like weight training stuff. That's the one thing that I, I miss the most about the gym. Everything else kind of is, I, I learned in quarantine that I can get fit. And I was relatively the most fit I've been in a long time, just by running in my neighborhood, doing body weight workouts, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in eating healthy. Yeah. And so I'm like, I do not need to spend $35 a month or however much. And that was for my like cheap gym membership. I mean, I went to like a rinky, a small, small gym, yeah. And I'm like, I don't need to pay. Oh, and, and $35 a month was, a, <laughs> was a family plan I was on with Wes and his sister. So like, I don't need to be spending money on a membership when I can, I clearly can do it here at the house. Yeah. The problem is, is that I had like two hours of my day that I just spent working out. I'd go for a run. I'd come back. I do like another long workout, like a long yoga session, or I do Mm -hmm. like a nice, like strength training workout. I bought like a few dumbbells, Mm -hmm. a few sets of dumbbells, like nothing serious and resistance bands. So now I'm at this point where I'm like, I don't really need to go to the gym. You know, I, Mm -hmm. it's not an expense. I feel that I need to, you know, spend anymore, but I do miss, I'm like, Wes, we should just start building our own small, like some dumbbells, maybe a bar in our mm-hmm. basement. And I would be happy to do anything like yeah. here, you yeah. know, get a few plates 
off Craigslist. Like I'm sure you could find those kinds oh, of things. Oh, 100%. So we did, I say we, but really all the credit goes to Christina because she is way more one driven and just two lives a more fitness oriented life than I do, which I wish were not true, but it just seems to be true. Um, and that same thing, like there's not really gyms around here and what yeah. is around here. Like, again, we don't have the time to like go to the gym when gyms are open. And then there's like 24 hour gyms. Like, honestly, that's sketchy. And I'm not going to go to the gym by myself at 10, 11 o'clock at night because I'm afraid of everything and everyone. And yeah. so we have just slowly over time have collected dumbbells. We've collected a few plate weights. We've collected a couple of medicine balls. We've, um, Christina over quarantine bought a couple different resistance bands. And she also purchased a punching bag. And I know that she really enjoys doing those workouts. I've yet to do one of them, but she hasn't. My, my best friend back home, her family got a Peloton mm-hmm. and she like added me to their family's plan on the app. Mm-hmm. And that was really what got me started running a lot is they have these outdoor workouts. And I, I prefer to run outside. I, sure. I, Really enjoy the change of scenery. I like that I can kind of cater it to hills or no hills if I need to. Of course, I live in the hilliest freaking part of the Midwest. I mean, everywhere is flat except for this town, but um, it is absolute torture. But I, I do live on a hill. Yeah. So to begin my run is torture on my knees because I'm like slap, 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 slap down the road. <laughs> and then to end my run is equally torture because I'm like, at this point on my hands and knees crawling up the freaking hill to get to my (laughs) driveway. I'm like, this is ass. I know. And, but I did like the outdoor Peloton workouts. They, they're nice because they'll be like, you can do one that's like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And you can pick like a 20 minute pop workout, a 20 minute interval run, a 20 minute walk run, a 20 minute. And like the music genres are endless. So it's nice because you're not having to worry about picking music. You're picking up when they're telling you to pick up. You're slowing down when they tell you to slow down. And for me, that really helped guide me because it's hard to pace yourself. It's hard to yeah. motivate yourself to keep doing something that you yes. very well know you could just stop doing. When you're on a treadmill, at least like the effort has to be there to like press the button a million times <laughs> to slow it you know and no no no, you just jump on the side and (laughs) yeah you jump on the side but I I really do enjoy I think that when you're running on a treadmill it's just Mm -hmm. I think that the effects I don't understand how I can run like one mile not a good mile right I'm not bragging by any means but I run (laughs) a mile in x amount of time around town even on a track even okay I could also run a mile on a treadmill and it takes me like 19 minutes. Like, what is the trickery with the treadmill <laughs> that like you can't you can't run? I'd feel like it takes so I, long to run on a treadmill. See, for me, it feels like it's taking a long time, but I find that I'm able to get better with speed on the treadmill because okay. like my legs have no option but to go well, yeah, as fast. It's a consistent pace, I guess, but maybe like. I don't know. Maybe I just don't realize how poorly I pace myself when I run like around town. Yeah. So, like maybe I'm going really slow and then I'm like really speeding up and I have no consistency around the treadmill. I'm like running at a consistent, like five, yeah. whatever. 
But my mom yeah. said the same thing because she's been walking around town around town because she's doing the challenge with us. And she yeah. said that she can walk her, you know, a couple blocks with a dog yeah. and is one less tired and two does it faster than when it's raining out and she has to walk on the treadmill inside. She doesn't go as far and it takes her longer. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's something about the I treadmill. Think, <laughs> I think it's like the fresh air, the fact that you're, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, and you better back. believe when a car or another human stranger or not drives or walks by me, I'm like picking it up and I look like freaking Allison Felix out there spreading my little butt <laughs> down the hill because God forbid somebody thinks that I'm out of shape, which seriously I am. But I, I have noticed that that helps me like worrying about what people are going to think when they see yeah. like, oh my God, this girl might as well be walking. She's running so slow. And then I <laughs> pick up the pace. <laughs> She's just moving her arms fast. She's really running. <laughs> I think that that is one area where I have been helped by my track and my cross country background is like, I know, like, I'm not good at, I couldn't say I'm not an expert at pacing myself, but I remember like what it felt like to, yeah. you know, run, you kind of, you don't pick it up in terms of getting back to like any kind of speed, but you kind of figure out how to pace yourself. Right. And one thing that I've found is, I'd rather be able to pick it up and then slow it down. But once I walk, that's it. Once I really slow it down and I stop myself and I am sauntering, mm-hmm. <laughs> picking it back up is next to impossible. And I find that I can't run for as long. But yesterday, like I've kind of mapped out the route in my neighborhood that I can take that gets me to an even two miles mm-hmm. or I, or one that's one and a half miles or one mm-hmm. that's just one mile, which is nice because I can kind of cater my runs and, yeah. you know, I could run a 5k, but it's going to have a ton of hills and yep. shit. Yep. Um, but like yesterday, the goal was just run these two miles. And if you're running slow, then you're running slow, you know, but don't, but don't, let yourself walk because you can't get it back. Like I just have the hardest time getting back into it, getting back into that run. But we have found one huge motivator for our fitness journey. Yeah. Can (laughs) I circle back real quick? Can I circle back to a point you made real quick? Um, just about the Peloton and, and other apps like that providing some sort of, um, like guidance on what to be doing and when to do it. Like you were saying, and that's something that I have found <laughs> in my retired life and being something very difficult for me. And I don't think people really understand, like you said, like I have played sports literally my whole life, like four years old, I was playing three or four sports year round and then continued to play in college. So you would think that like, I know how to work out, Yeah. but you have to realize that every time I was doing something, it was a plan that somebody else made for me. So like getting in shape for soccer was a packet that was already written and given to me and structured in a certain way to work on this portion of my body at this time for this length of time for whatever, for, for different types of sports too. And so even in college, when we would like would go to the weight room, it wasn't like do whatever you feel like today. Like there were written plans and guidelines for what to do. And so without those things, I'm like, learning like I get a lot of advice from Christina who does put fitness plans together and so like what days to do what what and what and how to make like a successful workout with that I I don't know how to do that so I have tried to do that and I bought a planner 
And in it, it's like, here are my top like workout priorities. I tried to do it with like meal planning for myself Mm -hmm. and like my workouts. And I'd be like, today's a run day, a legs day and a stretch day. Today's Mm -hmm. a run day, an arms day and a stretch day. But once I actually get home from my run, I'm like, oh man, it's almost five. Like I need to get started on dinner because that's going to take like 30 minutes to an hour. And then I'm going to want to, I have to shower and I have to, you know what I mean? I want to have some time myself. So that's, that's the hangup for me is Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't feel like I'm spending time doing what I should be doing, Mm -hmm. even though I feel that exercising is also something I should be doing, but it feels like secondary should, you know what I mean? That too. Like, I feel like, well, first of all, I feel like, and excuse me if I'm speaking for you, but I think that we both are very much so like day detox detoxers. So like after our day, yes. we both do need time to do something for ourselves. And yes, that should be running and should be working out. But sometimes I need something other than that. I need to sit and watch Shit's Creek. I need to sit and do a freaking crossword puzzle or, or play mindless PlayStation. Like I need the best thing for me at after work is to be able to turn my brain off. And I need to balance. Yeah, I need to find a balance between and and like you said, like there's a gazillion other things on my to-do list, like cleaning the house, doing laundry, doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. But in the long run, exercise and running in particular, because that's been my form of exercise for the last year, is primarily Mm -hmm. running, is a priority. Like self-care has to be a priority. And like you were also saying, like by the time you're done running, you're like, oh, now it's seven and I have to do this and I have to do that. And I find myself getting in that same mindset until the very next morning when I'm like, oh, I got, I got a run in yesterday. Like I feel good about my run the next day. And so I just have to like, when I get home from work and I'm like, I really don't want to run. I don't want to do this. I need to do this instead to be like in two days, you're going to be so happy that you ran on Monday. So does this this ever happen to you? Do you ever have like the biggest spur of motivation? Like I'm going to do this, this, and this, I can't wait to do it. I'm so excited to do it. And it's like at a time where you literally can't do that thing. Like this happens to me every single day at (laughs) at 2.30. Like my kids get in their cars and go home. I come back to my classroom. I'm like, okay, or no, not even 2.30, like 2.15 when my kids are packing up. I'm like, when I get back to my classroom, I'm going to get this done, this done, this done. When I get home, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to do this ab thing that I saw on TikTok or whatever the hell. And then I'm going to get dinner started. And by 2.30, when I come back from dropping my kids off at where they need to go, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And that's the problem. I, and I make the joke, which of course I'm not like, just not doing my job after school, my like prep after school prep time, but I am so much more productive in the morning. Like I get to school an hour before I need to, because Mm -hmm. by 2.30, I can't, like it's so hard for me Mm -hmm. to like complete more than one important task you know what I mean by I can only manage to like make copies or cut papers for a craft or whatever it is and so I just find that's another thing is I would love to wake up in the morning and get a nice good like 20 minute like wake up stretch in 
but I'm so worried about getting to work early so I can do my job that I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. my, then there goes an hour of my morning yeah. where I could make a cup of tea and have breakfast and not be rushing out the door, eating my toast in the car and like have stretched and done what I wanted to do with the morning. But I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's so hard. It, I think that finding the time and making the time is the hardest thing. Oh, for sure. And again, prioritizing because these things need to be priorities, but for some reason we don't prioritize them. Instead, I prioritize doing like freaking laundry or cooking dinner, which again, both things need to get done. But if I'm not taking care of myself, yeah, and I can't take and, care of those other things. Or I'm prioritizing spending more time like on TikTok or watching yeah, yeah, yeah. when when I could say, okay, instead of like a whole hour and a half of that. Mm -hmm. I have one hour of that and 30 more of my minutes have gone to, right. You know, finishing that workout the way it should have been finished. Yeah. Christina talks a lot about, um, planned leisure time, which like seems like a paradox kind of, but like planned leisure time and doing something leisurely, but still effective. Like leisure time shouldn't be just sitting on your butt and doing nothing. And like, vegging out like that's not really what it should be like planned leisure time is like doing something that's a hobby like reading or running or woodworking or knitting whatever it is but yeah yeah practicing your duolingo that's the other thing i love routines like i love a good routine the problem is is making and maintaining the routine that Mm -hmm. i have the hardest time with like there are some things where I'm really routine about things. And then there, then there are times where I try and introduce something new and I'm like, no, I'll just do the absolute bare minimum of Mm -hmm. what I need to do for this like morning routine or my nighttime routine. For a while I was super into like skincare and face wash and it just got to be like, okay, one, I'm spending a ton of money on these products and I'm taking up a lot of my time. And, or I'm skipping out on it. And then I feel bad that I've skipped out on it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But something about running or any form of fitness, but again, I just keep referencing running because that's basically all I do, which is not enough. I know, but there has never been a time that I have gone for a run and I was like, oh man, I wish I didn't do that. But it has been eight zillion days where I have not gone for a run and I was like shit I wish that I did that yes. so like if I could I just know. always get my brain in the place of just do it just do it I know. like you know and that's the other thing I on my run yesterday it was getting cloudy the wind was starting to kind of blow and I very well could have just said, mm, it's going to rain in like an hour. I'll never make it in time as if I've ever run for longer than 20 to 30 minutes in my life. <laughs> yeah. And you've never like, wet I've ever been like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to fit this hour long run in, get off your like, saying, high. It's going to rain at six o'clock and I got home at three 30. So I really don't know if I'm going to be able yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> like the weatherman's always wrong. I literally you have know? yet to run more than three miles in the last year. So one thing that is frustrating for me is I'll set a goal for myself. Like I, this is going to sound so, so pathetic to people who think that we're running more. Like for me, this 5k that we're about to run on April 10th, I'm, 
I, I I'm not going to be able to do it. And I'm it's sure. like, we're talking about running as if like, we are training like, for like half, marathon half marathons <laughs> and whatever. No, we're training for a 5k. Let's mm-hmm. make no mistake here. And, but my life, all I've wanted to be able to do, I don't know why is just run five consecutive miles. Oh, I could, I could never. And I'm like, I, I know that I physically can probably take this on. Mm-hmm. And on Columbus day, I ran four Yeah, and I got home and I was like, you fucking did that. Excuse my language. But like, I was so proud. And I was like, all you have is one more mile, just like mm-hmm. one more mile. Do you know how long though it took me to run four miles? Like the amount of time that I spent, like, mm-hmm. again, here I go with the time thing, but like, to get a five mile run in, if you're an absolute amateur as I am, <laughs> Same, dude. It, it was like, that was my Columbus day. And I was like, okay, I'm done now. Like I'm, I'm toast for the rest of the day. <laughs> He's going to have to relax. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to have to watch more Bob's cover for that one <laughs> and snuggle my cat, you know, I, I, really. And I'm like, Oh, I'll never. And then of course I make the joke, I'm working on my winter bod. And I just like gave up on, on any kind yeah, of bodily movement. The worst was when we were remote. I was sitting all day long. I was sitting, not once did I have to pace around the room. Not once did I have to like, I was, I'll, I'd walk to someone's classroom or I'd walk like to the bathroom or to go get my lunch. Every other moment of my day was spent sitting in my desk chair. So then when I came home, I like hit the ground running, no pun intended, not actually running, but like doing a hardcore workout. Mm-hmm. And my body was like, you did not use me all day. And then you just abused wow. me. What is happening? And I got, I was in so much pain, like, not like, oh, I was sore. Cause I worked out like my back hurt. It was like yep. stiff and my yep. like legs hurt. It was rough. Yeah, I'm with you. But one thing that we have found that has motivated us are the only con- thing. The, the only, only thing. thing. Yes, are the Conqueror Challenges, which if you have not heard of them, they are excellent. And this is a product of Stephanie's brain. She I, found. I actually, it was actually something that would like pop <laughs> while I was being a vegetable. It was something that would pop up on my phone when I was on Snapchat watching like okay. the satisfying soap cutting videos that oh you know soap and sand cutting i can't get enough of it could watch for days i worry about them cutting their hands with that oh, every time i'm a little bit like, whatever out. keep making the sound <laughs> oh, <laughs> i christina bought me the um what's the sand the, like kinesthetic sand or whatever it's called and because i just was like on snapchat for like days just watching them make molds of things and then cut them in <laughs> so after every five videos there was an advertisement for the conqueror challenges in which we referenced in the first episode and um truly the reason that i think that it works for me is because i did not know this about myself until the last two or three years that i cannot self-motivate no. which might seem strange but like and maybe I'm way off base and like totally wrong, but like as a teammate and a captain, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm really, really good at motivating other people. And also okay. as a coach, I feel like I'm really good at motivating other people and pulling the best out of people. 
until it comes to myself and I'm like, you suck. How could you be so pathetic? You really have to walk. How lame. You are so lame that you're walking right now. You better hope no one sees you. Me too. <laughs> Which like, I would never, ever, 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 ever say that to one of the girls that I coach or to a, like a, a teammate or like nobody else would I say that to except for myself. And I'm like mean. And so then I just give up. But the conqueror challenge has been nice because it's been yes it's on our own but it's still like a community thing that we have started with our family number one number yeah. two let's call a spade a spade we all know that we're competing with each other while also yes. on a team <laughs> so like that is why i feel like it's been successful for me and motivating me i really don't think you understand absolutely how mad i was when you fin- finished that inca challenge and i had to come home <laughs> that's the most i ran that's I, the most i ran i was like oh shit marlena's gonna finish was- so fucking mad. I was fit to be tied when I came home and I looked at that and I was like, I have to go run a fucking 5k right now. Yeah, I really like three points. Goddamn Tuesday. It's a Tuesday and I have to run a 5k. 5k's are for Saturdays only. Like, no. Oh, I was so pissed. I I was so pissed off. And then I thought I ran it all and I got home and I logged <laughs> it. I was like, fine. And then it was like, you have 0.1 mile left. So I tried to just run laps around my hallway. You did send but me it wasn't yet. registering. And I had to put my Crocs on and run to the end of my block and back. And I was so mad. I was so mad. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. But yes, we are absolutely competing. And um but, but that what you're saying though about that kind of like self-talk to yourself being so mean mm-hmm. is something that I have had to work on so much yeah. because it you're it you're right it does not motivate me it doesn't like telling myself that I'm pathetic and weak and like how like absolutely ridiculous are you Rubbish. this is yeah. so embarrassing yeah I'm like okay but what am I really getting out of that like <laughs> Yeah. really what am I getting at because now I'm just believing that and I'm believing that I can't do it so if you see me running you'll also see me tapping my chest saying you can do it Marlena girl, you got this girl I don't think I go through like what is it the five stages of grief when I'm running oh yeah I'm fucking pissed sorry again for the curse sorry Nam. I'm fucking pissed okay yeah. I am like in denial I'm like, Mm -hmm. you can't be this fat. You can't. Like, you just got started and you're out of breath, right? Like, I go, like, and then finally I'm like, that's it. You just are. You just are a pile of rubbish. Just time to accept it. Like, I hit them all. I think I really, like, do go through a full grieving session while I'm running. Yeah. But, whatever. For sure. And it is. It's uh, it's a literal journey that I go through on my one mile. My one mile. It's, It's so interesting because, like, the things that I say to myself, if in my time as an athlete, if a coach were to say that to me, like, oh, really? That's as fast as you can go? I'd be like, mm-hmm. excuse me, watch how fast I can really go. And I would yes. find another level and I would kick it up until I like would freaking puke. But I can say that to myself and be like, no, yeah, you're right. You do suck. <laughs> like, you just, yeah. go, just go ahead and walk. It's really weird. It's this really weird back and forth that I just, mm-hmm. like you said, if someone challenges me, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm only ever worried about disappointing others, never worried about disappointing myself, which how screwed up is that? I know. 
I know. I'm like, when I don't perform on something, it's almost like I've expected myself to be that way. And, but like, if someone's relying on me and I don't perform, like I'm, I'm so aware and I like work really hard, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, Oh, you didn't go for a run today. Yeah. That's because you're a loser and you don't do anything. Well, this, this fitness journey in the last year. (laughs) And again, I use the term fitness very loosely for myself, but it is, you know, it is what it is and it is a work in progress, but that is one of my greatest takeaways is not so much like the actual physical act itself, but I feel like I'm trying really hard to just be nicer to me and be gentler to me. Like one, it's going to be nicer to me that I'm actually like putting in the time and trying to make healthier decisions. But like, also I did not realize how poorly my self-talk was until I'm like out hoofing it down the hill. Which, and I honestly didn't either until I made like a TikTok one time. And at the end I was like, I'm so pathetic. (laughs) Like everything that I was feeling in my head and I may or may not have cried after I pressed like stop recording. And then you're like, work on that self-talk. And I was like, you're right. Like, why did I make myself feel bad? I could have sat in the house and ate like the bag of jelly beans that I have. So at least got out here and ran, you know what I mean? Which Mm -hmm. is more, I could say, for other things. You know what I mean? That is something that I, that has helped me. And I have to like continue to say, and like then convince myself that it's not an excuse that it has to be okay. That like, I am officially 11 years older than when I was like in my peak performance. And so just by default, my body is different. And the way that I do things is different because I'm not a teenager anymore. And like, I know that I'm not old, blah, blah, blah. But like, let's not forget that like I was an athlete for 21 years. So like my body is a little bit, (laughs) is a little bit old feeling from time to time, but I need to just. And you were doing things like soccer, which is stop and go and stop and go. That's not good on your joints. So now at like almost 30, I can't do what I was doing when I was 18 and in the best shape of my entire life. I can't do it. And so I have to allow myself to, to be where I am and also have my eyes on improving. And if I have to say to myself, you're going to run to the stop sign and then you can walk to the white mailbox, that's fine. But as soon as you get to the white mailbox, you're going to start running again. And I have to let that be okay. And I also have to let it be okay that my approach to running recently is distance Mm -hmm. over time. Because I mean like distance instead of focusing on my time. Because if I am really like, honing in on the fact that when I was 20, I could run three miles in 20 minutes. I, I will give up right now because I cannot run three miles in 20 minutes anymore. Yeah. Those were our team runs at six in the morning for soccer. Yes. It was like a 25 minute whole thing. Start to finish. I guess I could do it in like 25 ish minutes when I was in school. Could not do that now though. That's for sure. No, and that has to be okay. And it has to be okay because at least I am doing something. And when my 5K time on Saturday is guttural trash, I need to say, but you did it, but you did it, but you went out and you ran the 5K and you did it as a team and you did it for, for, you know, each other and for the dogs, (laughs) for the dogs. But like, I just need to be able to switch my brain and say, you're not 18 anymore. This is okay. And you can do better and hopefully you will do better. So give myself the the ability. I also, I also have found that 
sometimes my approach with myself is, all right, fine. Walk all the way to that stop sign Mm -hmm. and it'll be so far away. And I'll start thinking to myself, you do not need to walk that far. And I'll pick it up way sooner than if I said like walk to the tree, I'd walk all the way to the tree. Mm -hmm. But when I'm like, go walk all the way to the end of that street, like Mm -hmm. the end of that block, I'm picking it up way before. I do the same thing. And I think that that is like, if I give myself some ridiculous amount of, you know, time, I'm less likely. Um, But the conqueror challenges for those who do not know, let's get back to the conqueror. Um, See, it's my legal pad here. Uh, but the challenges, they take a famous landmark that specifically centers on distance. For example, the English Channel. When you swim the English Channel, it's like 21 miles. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you don't train to run the distance of the English Channel. You run, log your miles, and progressively you've run the English Channel. So like Every day, if you run one mile every day for, you know, 21 days, you've finished it all. And that's it. Like you don't have to run an an insane amount of, and you don't even have to run every day. You set a timeframe for yourself. Um, and so it's been super fun. You can, you can join them (laughs) non-sponsored as if we'd ever be sponsored for anything. Um, It'd be from New Zealand and it would be the conqueror. Yeah. If I'm calling on anyone, but, uh, you do, you run like a certain distance and then you get a medal, which one thing I secretly knew about myself, but would have a hard time admitting, but I'll admit it now is that I love getting the medal to prove that I, for sure, that reward, that prize is like, for sure. So motivating for myself Mm -hmm. to not give up on it. You know what I mean? And so we've done what we did the English channel, the Inca trail. Yep. Manjaro, yep. Adrian Hall, and now we're on, um, the right. ring of carry. So the English channel and the Inca trail, we both, well, we both, there was a group of us that started, um, me, Marlena, her mom, Vicky, and then our aunt Joanne and the four of us were doing these challenges together. Um, but the first two we did solo and just yeah, like communicate where we were in a community and we could see each other's like how far they were running on it, That's but we weren't I... the team. The difference, like the different the community you can see where everyone is along the track. Mm-hmm. Team, you're all logging your miles and it's all working together yeah. as a team would. Right. Um so Still like competing though, let's be honest. Still seeing who's logging the most miles. It's usually my mom. Um, not right now, dude. You're in second. Am I for real? Yeah, Uncle Brian is in first. You're in second. He's walking to freaking Maine back every day. Yeah, he's a freakazoid right now. Shout out to you, Uncle Brian. Crushing it, absolutely crushing it. Thank God for the dog, you know. But, but the Inca Trail and the um, English Channel were both relatively low mileages, and that's another thing. There's a huge range, and they've added even more. Which I love that this is not something that like we started and it's just kind of like died. It's Mm -hmm. grown or grown. Excuse me. (laughs) 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 It's grown and like expanded. 
Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. They added like four, it was around four or something new, new mm-hmm. trails and new mm-hmm. um, places. But we did the English Channel and the Inca on our own. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, it was more motivating when I was having to oh. uh, like beat you. I don't, um, I, don't, I don't disagree. Yeah, that's why I think the next one we do should be another solo one. Because I did call my mom crying one time. I'm like, I behind everyone and I'm such a loser. <laughs> that was Losers medal. And my mom's like, well, Aunt Joe's on a freaking bike. So that's like- true. Even count her. Um, we did change the the text thread group chat name for a while to <laughs> the Conquerors and, and Marlena. Marlena. <laughs> I and changed that because I that was too funny. Real quick out. period of my life. Um, and then my mom <laughs> pretty much ran all of Adrian's well on her own. Yes, yeah, because so we signed up for it uh, like right mm-hmm. as winter hit. Yeah, and it winter got to the point we were running it a little bit, and then um, winter came. And it was like, you have one week left to run like 17 miles or 70 miles. I know it's a huge range, but it was some like absolutely insane. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and so, you know, um, so you said Andrew was on a bike. So again, not that the Conqueror is sponsoring us, but for anybody that wants to maybe get into fitness, like I know David and Bryn just started going to the gym again. You're welcome to join our team. The way that it works is you do it a distance in any form. You can walk, you can run, you can bike, you can swim. And also, you can convert your steps into distance, which is cheating, but we'll uh-huh. let it happen. Personally, I'm a running purist. I will also accept walking. This yeah. bike business, come on. It's crap. Um, and you can also do like, if you do yoga, you can somehow they have this program where you can like convert the length of time that you did yoga into like a distance. So like there are options if you're not a runner that you can do yeah. things. Yeah, um, that's true. Like that's a good Christina point. and her dad, the two of them just completed a 189 miler. And um, her dad swims. So he was swimming, you know, a couple miles a day. Well, not a day, but he would swim a couple miles and log those in addition to his walks and stuff. And then he also bikes. So when we do longer ones, um, I have been logging my walking because I will walk with Wes's cousin and we'll go on like a three mile walk. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, I have worked out after this. I'm doing hills and I find so I do log my walking miles because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that that is a valid workout and I'm doing enough of a long walk that, you know, I think it's worth noting. I'm not going to ignore that I'm doing that kind of fitness and exercise. I agree. I agree. I will often like, depending on the weather or like, excuse me, sometimes on the weekends in the morning, I will take the dog for a walk because like she shouldn't miss out on a walk because I'm trying to get a run in. So sometimes yeah. I will sacrifice a run for a walk with a dog. But Would she run with you, do you think? She has run with Christina in the past. Um, yeah. But because Emily is high anxiety, I'm also high anxiety. And so like, yeah. she doesn't like other people. She doesn't like other dogs. She gets freaked out when there's this and that and the other thing. So like, yeah. I don't wanna, <laughs> it's so hard for me to run as it is that like, I don't wanna have to then worry about like, Oh, here's more people. I need to make sure that I get Emily like away yeah. from them so they don't try to like 
I, I, I don't know. That. She's just kind of unpredictable because sometimes she's completely fine. And then sometimes she's like, I don't want anybody to even look at me. So, yeah. I also have found though, like uh, along with running, it is just kind of hard on the body. And so I try and break mm-hmm. up the days that I run, mm-hmm. but it's hard. Cause I don't want to break it up too much where I'm losing any kind of endurance and stamina yeah. and the like, That's but right. one thing that I have started doing, which is absolutely life-changing are like dance cardio workouts. Okay. And they are so fun. Specifically, I've been doing a lot of Mama Mia ones naturally i'm on an abacic it happens every few however long i just get super into abba it's i think when the sun shines i just want to hear mama mia but could be um but yeah that is one bit of fitness that i have been really enjoying that i don't feel like quitting out in the middle because there are things where it's like a hit workout where i'm like okay i'm tired of doing these squats and these lunges and these like jumping jacks there's nothing fun about this but i don't mind doing all that too honey honey you know yeah Yeah, I agree with that we also for a little stretch of time there um we were doing some family yoga yes and that was I think that I have in the past underappreciated yoga because there were a few times when we would get done with the class and I was like not winded obviously but like I could feel for sure that my muscles had been through a workout so my biggest thing is like I need to incorporate and I want to incorporate something beyond running because running isn't going to be enough, right? Like that's the other, that's the other real frustration with working out is like just working out is not enough, right? It also has to be like establishing a routine. It has to be meal prepping. It has to be making the right food choices. It has to be. The hardest part is the healthier eating. Yes, I think so. Because you're working out, so you just are so hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's like, I am hungry and I don't want a pepper. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to dip a pepper and a carrot in some hummus. I want to yeah. eat Lay's. Like, I'm yes. hungry. I want some girl likes bread. Yeah. 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 I, you know? Um, One thing, uh, also during the quarantine, I, I took on a lot of like challenges, like two week challenges or you know, there's that thing called the 75 day hard, which I made the 10 day hard because I didn't think I could do 75 full days. That's fair. It is intense. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like, I haven't. you have, so the 75 day hard, there's like five some odd components. You have to drink like a gallon of water all, every day. Mm-hmm. You have to do two workout, two 45 minute workouts a day, which is really just like an hour and a half. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But one of them has to be outside. One of them has to be inside. Okay. Um, you have to read like 10 pages of a nonfiction book. You have to, there's one more. Oh, and you have to like do some kind of a diet, like cut something out or whatever okay. for 75 Let's do days. that. Let's do that together. Yes. So Wes's cousin, um, Wes's got a ton of cousins and a lot of them have kids that are like our age. So Wes's cousin and I go for walks and then his cousin's daughter and I did this like 10 day hard. We made it mm-hmm. for 10 days. Um, and it was super intense, but I cut out sugar. I didn't eat like any sugar for mm-hmm. 10 days. And then Wes's sister wanted to do another kind of like 10 days of no sugar. And she's like, do you want to do it with me? So I said, fine, sure. I don't mind. Cause I've already done 10 days. What's 10 more at this point. Right. I've gotten 
the hump of this is hard. Right. And for 20 days, I didn't eat any sugar and my whole body transformed and I felt good. And then I ate sugar again and I felt miserable and horrible. Like Easter Sunday, I ate so many sweets, so much Mm -hmm. food, drank so much. And I got home and I really felt sick. Not just, I was hungover, but like be from day drinking, but I felt ill and full and gross. And I'm like, why don't I ever remember how this makes me feel while I'm digesting and eating and taking all mm-hmm. of this food. And that's the hardest thing. Like Wes and I have actually done a pretty good job of starting to eat healthier. We got this one cookbook and we've gotten better at like trying things that are out of our comfort zone. We've mm-hmm. done hella fresh and those meals are a bit more like some of them are, you know, maybe not the healthiest, but at least you're like home cooking, we're portioning yeah. ourselves better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and there are things like that. I'll meal prep for lunches or breakfasts, but that's the hardest part of it for me is just, I put too much like emphasis on like what I'm eating Mm -hmm. and I want to enjoy my food where I was enjoying myself a lot more when I wasn't eating all of like the crap. And what's that? I don't even have a ton of snacks in the house. It's not like we stock the shelves. It's not like we have a ton of, it's just like, we'll get so much at like Christmas. I still have candy canes in the cupboard and it's so much at Easter or at Halloween or, you know, whatever it is. And then you can't work it down like birthdays or whatever. It's like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And I also really love baking. I think it's a fun hobby. I was baking all the time in quarantine, but it's like, I'm not going to eat. One thing I did get excited about is I got a cookbook called small batch baking. So you can make small batches of stuff. It's cool though. And probably more effective in terms of like eating better because instead of a whole cake, you have a little bit. Yeah. Instead of making 16 to 24 muffins, you're making six. I mean, that's, you know, but yeah, that's the hardest part for me is I can, for the most part, get myself off the couch and do some mm-hmm. kind of small workout, mm-hmm. but resisting the candy dish in the office for on sure. my way back from dropping my kids off a parent pickup after a long day is hard. And again, like I place such an emphasis and priority on time that yeah. I almost become too stressed out about managing my time that I end up doing nothing because I don't know how to allot it correctly or properly or prior in a prioritized manner so like it does take time to cook and meal prep and like cook a healthy meal I mean and meal prep and do all these things whereas like we can get home from softball at 7 30 at night and I can throw on some pasta and be ready to eat in 12 minutes but yeah. eating pasta four nights a week is not the way to go it might be delicious but again everything is when you do it it doesn't take as long as like, I've always felt like, Oh my God, I have to meal prep all my stuff for lunches. Yeah. It never takes me. No. as long as It no. never ever does. Right. And I always feel like annoyed that I've been, I've, I've like put it off or I've not mm-hmm. done it because mm-hmm. I'm like on this Sunday that maybe took me 30 minutes to meal prep something simple to cook it and to portion it out. Agreed. And I just assume that everything's going to take a long time. It's a big task. I'm prepping for a whole week. Well, you're dumping some mixed greens in <laughs> five Tupperware. I mean, yep. get real. Yeah. 
Christina is really good about like helping with that kind of thing. Like there are a few times that we've bought like bulk chicken from Wegmans and like mm-hmm. together we like portion it and marinate it and Ziploc it and put it in the freezer or, or yeah. whatever, you know, whatever it is that we're doing. But like she's always on board to help with that, which is also really helpful because again, time, I want us to be able to have time together to do things at the end of the week yeah. and not like doing things that are chores together. But yeah at least we're doing that together. Yeah. That's one thing like that kind of quality time is, is nice, but I also can be a a touch of control freak and I feel bad because Les will be like, what can I help you with for dinner? And I'm like, nothing. I have to do it all right now. And I don't have the time to explain it. This is (laughs) is what I, this is what I do. And I'm not proud. Oh, (laughs) that, oh, that's how you're going to measure out a quarter cup. And she says, well, it's a quarter cup. It's a quarter cup. So yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's just not how I would have done it, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. Like I can't, I can't, I can't get my mouth shut. And I don't know why I do that to her. Why do I give shit? Why do I care? A quarter cup is a quarter cup. Like, why do I care that she's using like the glass one instead of the stainless steel measuring device? Like, why do I care? Oh, it's just not how I would have done it. Yeah, Stephanie. And who are you? Do you a child? Like, why do you care? Why do you freaking care? My worst and ugliest trait is like, I am such a helper. Like I just like looking at a situation, seeing what isn't there and taking care of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Without being asked, which I realize is not how many people operate. People are much better at asking for help than I am. And so, huh? Not me. (laughs) I mean, I can't relate, but. That must be a story. Thanks guys. Thank yeah, you, listeners. Uh, but like Wes will always offer help. He's like, Do you want me to help? And the answer is usually, yeah, you could probably help. But I'm like, if if I have to tell you what to help with, like, and I turn into <laughs> absolute a bridge troll and I'm so so hateful and all he's trying to do is like just ask what needs to be done and my response is always well look in the sink there's dirty dishes like just look around see what you can do like I'm so mean and I'm like I'm like how how do you think everyone's like when when are you and Wes gonna get married well he probably doesn't want to marry someone who's gonna be mean to him when he's offering help (laughs) Yeah. No, I get like that too, because one, I'm so stubborn and I have it so set in my head and in my own ways, exactly, exactly how I want something done. And I noticed like myself doing that to Christina a lot, like again, in the kitchen, like things like that. But I'm really bad about that at work. Like people will ask me for their help with something and I immediately go to, well, it's just going to be faster if I do it myself. So like, forget it, forget it. It's just going to be faster if I do it myself. And then fast forward to like three months later when they have the same task that they have to do. And I'm so freaking pissed that they don't know how to do it. I'm like, I don't understand how you're not learning how to do it. And then I have to take a step back and be like, it's because you refuse to show people because you're not patient enough to take the time and explain it instead of just taking over and doing it faster and moving on to the next task. Like it's a really terrible trait of mine I'm trying to work on. Yeah. I will like just do something for someone else when in reality it, because I'm not good at explaining the convoluted way that I've come up with Mm -hmm. doing the task Mm -hmm. because, um, I'm not good at working smarter. I work harder because the harder way is whatever comes into my mind and like whatever way I found to solve the problem first is what I act on. And Wes will be like, why wouldn't you have just done that, that, and that, 
Why did you do seven extra steps when it was three steps at most? And I am so bad at that. I do not know how to look at something as one, like from the easiest perspective to start and two, to say, okay, that's one way of doing it. Is there an easier way of doing it? Because I just want to get it done fast and I'll just get it done however I can. So if someone asks me for help with something, I'll just say, okay, here, I'll do it. And I'll do it in some weird way so that when they come in and try and offer help for something that I'm helping them with, they're like, how do you have this? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm like, I'm scrambling. Like, I am the polar freaking opposite. My life motto, if I could get it tattooed on me, I would to work smarter, not harder. And like, I like yell at the kids that I coach for that. I'm like, will you, why are you doing that? Work smarter. Like coaching. Yeah. I'm yelling that to these girls. Like, why would you go all the way around when you could just go through it? Like I, I have no patience. I Everything I do is like the quickest, shortest, <laughs> fastest way to get something done, which again is why I don't take the time to show and teach people because like that's too hard, takes too long. It's smarter, faster, easier if I just do it myself. And yeah. I just can't. And the, and the, the whole like work smarter, not harder makes me just feel like, well, I'm stupid. So I can't work smart. <laughs> no, I like, think that my dad really kind of instilled that type of mindset, at least in me. I don't know. I can't speak for the boys, but like for sure, he's always like, well, what's the smartest way? What's the fastest efficient. way? What's the quickest way? Yeah. Like efficiency is huge. And like, well, in his job, I mean, that's kind of important, yeah. you know? Yeah. And Wes is, Wes is really, really good at that. Like, yeah he is much better at thinking things out. Mm-hmm. I do offer some creative solutions to problems. Like I will take credit for how we fixed our bed, but that's good. Um, but yeah, somehow our fitness conversation turned into our false. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to, do you have any stories for this week? Nothing that like sticks out or like yeah. is worth telling or you know, I don't have anything a week. absolutely exciting because most of my things I've done this week have been fitness related, which we discussed. Yeah. How was your, your Easter basket hunting? I did <laughs> first. That's it. Podcast over. I can't even it, stand to I, with you. <laughs> I have been the first one to find my Easter basket for the past six years and I did not make it to seven. Were and you ashamed? Uh, yeah, I'm ashamed. For but it. I will say this. I found it with no hints. Everyone else took hints on finding their basket. I found it without hints. There you go. That's good. And I, I don't think I came in last, but. Well, did you come in first? No. So then and you may, may as well. I wasn't the first loser either. I was the first well, you may as well have come in last then. If it, yeah. you ain't first, you're last, as Ricky Bobby would say. Yeah. And also dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Wes and I did find the the grand prize at his aunt's Easter. So there you go. Yeah, very nice. Got a lot of knowledge between the two of us. Got a lot of knowledge. Got a lifetime of knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, do we want to do high low cheer shout out or Wonder Wednesday first? Let's hit me with a Wonder Wednesday if you got one. Some. I had a lot. So the thing about Wonder Wednesday is they're funny because sometimes you can tell that they just want to ask a question and sometimes they just will look around the room and think about something that they just don't know about. So that's how I got the question. Like, 
how are boards made like chalkboards or whiteboards um, or smart boards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think though of one question that oh, I had a lot of kids ask about how clocks are made because we've been learning about analog and digital clocks and math and telling time. Okay. I love that they're linking like what Applying, we're yeah. learning about into mm-hmm. something that they also don't know about. Cause what what I had them do is we were looking at the analog clock and we talked about the hour hand and the minute hand mm-hmm. or the minute hand and the hour hand. And um and I was pointing out our classroom clock and they're like, well, there's that tiny hand that moves around. And we were talking about how like the tiny hand moving around helps the minute hand move around and the minute hand moving around helps the hour hand move around. Mm-hmm. You know how, when you look at a clock up close, you can kind of see them moving. Mm-hmm. And so I had kids come up in small groups and they got to watch the minute hand move a little bit mm-hmm. as, the, as the second hand moved around. And they were all about it, which shocked me. Cause I was like, this is, I mean, as boring as it can get, mm-hmm. but they really like it. So then I had a lot of kids asking about how, um, clocks were made. I had a kid ask about the first book that was ever made. Well, Anya. Yeah. yeah. What's your and, answer? I need to know. Uh, it's called the, the Diamond Bible. Sutra. It was in China. They used okay. wood carvings to make the pages. Mm-hmm. How, how, um, arrogant of me to assume it was the bible (laughs) (laughs) i can't say like that you'd be wrong i this is like first printed book i think like that was printed as Mm -hmm. like and bound as a book um what's the biggest dog the standard like the biggest the first dinosaur the biggest dog why they're very obsessed Um, with size they're really also obsessed with the animal discoveries anyway when I was a child I remember like going to the library in elementary school and going over to like the non-picture book section and checking out books about zoology like chapter books about zoology thinking like as a little nine-year-old that I was going to be a zoologist like give me a break Stephanie I do love a good trip though well and I will say the first time that a kid asked me where was this, the skunk discovered Germany, by the way. Um, <laughs> right? I think was so um, but I was showing them on the map and I was like, it's not discovered in the United States. I said, so guess a country. <laughs> and I had a kid ask, guess Kansas City. I said, well, it's not in the United States. <laughs> um, and then I had a kid raise his hand and this is so funny to me. He goes, uh... I forget what it's called. And I said, do you know anything else about it? Maybe you can give me some clues and I can help you guess. And he goes, like green. And the kid goes, Greenland? And I said, is it Greenland? And he goes, no. uh." I said, what's another hint you could give me? He goes, leprechauns. And I went, Ireland? (laughs) He's like, yeah, Ireland. I said, no, not found in Ireland. Two good clues. Two good clues. really solid clues because green made much more sense leprechauns. when leprechauns yes with it. <laughs> um precious shall we jump into a shout out it's my turn to shout out yes it's your turn for a little shouty um i will say my shout out goes to our cousins specifically john who gave us some super kind compliments about our pod we made a lot of jokes about Aunt Joe and Christina being the only listeners. And I will say, our cousin surprised me with most, if not all of them listened I and know. thought it out, which yeah. was 
so sweet and they all it's going to be a hard decision um yeah votes which way are we yeah. gonna go don't know and let me say by calling out john i'm not sure i'm not pantering but if he wanted to vote for me it wouldn't be mad um and and again uh, megan megan for you girl, megan. i am sorry and and I'm not just apologizing to try to get your vote in 2021 from the depths of my heart. I'm sorry for coming at you and publicly calling you McHan. Yeah. Um, it's not your fault. Your mom snuck an H in there, but you know, again, I apologize. I love you so much. And if you do want to give your vote to me, I will accept. Or me. Cause we <laughs> also have names that start with M. So <laughs> And we went to Applebee's prom together, Megan. Don't forget. The snowball. We are the three of cups. Um, Too funny. So yeah, my shout out goes to most of our cousins, but really John gave us such a kind, sweet compliment. And John, and John, if we take away the rule about no voting for siblings, I'm, I would like to apologize to you for saying that you're mean. Um, you're very good at Fortnite. I, I just... I was caught up in the competitiveness of the moment. So to you, kind sir, I also would like to offer an apology. If we're allowed to vote for siblings, um, mm. we both know you'll pick me over David, so I'm not that. Yeah, and John, don't forget who gave you the first shout out on our podcast <laughs> and who introduced you to Wonder Wednesday. You're welcome. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not even going to put the V word in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. High low cheer and we'll wrap it up. Yeah, you go first. Okay, so you would think that I knew this was coming all week and I would have something prepared. I never have something prepared for the high low cheer. Okay, my high of the week would be that yesterday was both my mom and Christina's birthday, which hi, and also a little bit of a nightmare, sure, but um yesterday it was just so really really truly nice to see christina genuinely genuinely happy from start to finish in the day not that she's not a happy person but like she just truly was like so in the moment and so appreciative and so happy and it was just really nice to see her she won her first soccer game yesterday on the season i know she um I flew home during work so I could see her and she was just in a good mood then. And then we went to dinner at her dad's and she was in a really good mood. And so she was just like truly, truly, genuinely, authentically happy. And that's always so nice to see when people get to get to be in that mindset. where they celebrated. For sure. So that was nice. Um, my low of the week would be that... Um, I'm going to say that right now at my place of employment, there is a massive, massive COVID outbreak. And so I'm a little bit concerned for my friends. Um, so far they're all okay, but it's a little bit scary because we are in close quarters and we're having to get tested like very regularly. I'm negative found out today, especially that I am (laughs) negative, got tested on Tuesday. It's Thursday and I'm negative. Um, so it's just a kind of a crazy time and it's it's putting people in strange moods at work and bosses are frantic and stressed out because we don't have people to cover things anymore. And so 
Yeah. I'm just ready for the COVID to be over and done and hopefully go away and not come back and we can move freaking forward. I'm not even like asking to return to how things were. I just want to move forward, whatever that means and whatever that looks like. I'm just over it. Yeah. And my cheer for the week, I'm going to give to um, Christina's dad, Bill, who made dinner last night by himself with really no help from us for Christina's birthday. And it was her parents and her grandma and her aunt and uncle and three of her cousins. And it was very nice of him to do that and to do it later in the night so we could go after her game. So my cheer for this week is for Christina's dad. There you go. Um, my high was that we at school had, um, one of our, like before school care, there was a COVID mishap. And so I had my, before my, like my kids who go to that program, which was about God, like six kids Mm -hmm. were out for the whole week before spring break. And then we had spring break. So I hadn't seen them for two weeks. Um, so my high was finally getting to have those kids back in my classroom. There you go. Because the real bummer is that they weren't sick and they could have been at school. That's, I think the thing about it that I find so frustrating is it's Mm -hmm. like they get tested and they're negative. I just feel like they should be able to come back to school. I mean, I just feel like they should be, you know, able to be back, but I understand the protocol and whatever. Um, so that was like the high of my week was having those kids back. They were excited to be back. I was excited to have them back. Are you a full um, five days a week in person? Yeah, yeah, but they took an hour off of our day. So we're, we okay. end and an you're, you're a folk, like your full classroom. You're not like. The kids yeah, I have full classroom, but then there are some families who signed on for remote. So there's like one gotcha. remote teacher per grade level. Gotcha. So, gotcha. but I have a class of 21. So okay. my class is a little bit smaller than some other years but okay. it was even smaller and then I had two kids in the second half of the year come back from remote so okay. I got two new students so now I'm up to 21 I started with 19 um my low it's kind of stupid again let's do with my cat and my plan David will be excited yeah David this one's for you my cat killed okay okay it's a longer story than this last year for my birthday my best friend sent me two plants she is the one who got me into plants um and so she sent me two really cool plants for my birthday and one of them I may or may not have almost killed okay I admit it I it got out of hand I didn't want her enough um I Actually, I do have a better green thumb than I thought I did, but this one just got away from me. And what happened was, is it came back to life. I had two brand new leaves. Like Jesus. I was was so, yeah, (laughs) it rose again. And so I had this plan, break me off a piece of that miracle funk for sure. There it is. And so I got this really, but it was smaller than, so it was in the bigger pot than it really needed to be. And I was like, I I should put it in a smaller pot so that it can really grow and flourish. Mm -hmm. So I got this really cool pot. It's a face. I called it pothead and I, I repotted it, but I should have put a bit more soil on the top and I didn't. And I was planning to, but dumb, stupid cat knocked into it and broke the stock off. And so now it's officially dead. There's no, there's no, 
No stock to knock askew, just kill. No, the stock was knocked askew and therefore killed the plant. And I'm pissed because I nursed it back to life. And I was so proud of that. So yeah. David, that one's for you. My cheer is, oh gosh, I'm so, I'm bad at the cheer because I really don't uh, interact with a lot of people. <laughs> Last week I cheered for Wes. I can't cheer for him again. I know. I'm trying to um, save Christina for when I really need one. <laughs> um oh I'll give my cheer to Wes's mom because she and I really do enjoy an estate sale and there were some in the town where we live but they were during the day but there was a bunch of stuff there that were things that we need like we need a good coffee table we need another dresser um for Wes's clothes they're currently stacked on top of the one he has he just has a lot of work clothes and Mm -hmm. clothes clothes um and I've bogarted the whole closet but I also need like a dresser for my clothes. So right. we've been on the hunt for a bureau and I like older furniture. And if I can find like a cool piece of furniture, then I'd prefer that. Um, so she was on the lookout and she found like all these things that we wanted, but this estate sale was for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it was like eight to like 2 PM. I'm like, what person can go to that? Yeah. Uh, so Wes's mom went for us, but unfortunately they had already sold the coffee table and they wanted like $600 for the dresser we liked. But she, yeah, sometimes, okay. sometimes things are a steal. And then other times I'm like, you gotta have been on crack when you price this. You, yes. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. One time some barrister book cases, which I don't know if you're familiar for those who are not, it's like glass panel bookcase and you lift it up. Mm-hmm. So Wes and I, because we are dorks and we love building Legos, we thought mm-hmm. what better kind of display case so our cat doesn't ruin them than these barrister bookcases where it's a, just a plain sheet of glass, like a China mm-hmm. cabinet's got ornate stuff. We're like, we'll just put in this. So I found some of this estate sale. Do you know how much I wanted for these bookshelves? They wanted $1,500. <laughs> I'm like, does it come with a degree? You got to eBay that. You got to eBay it. You might find it on there. Or Craigslist. It's unbelievable to me. Wonder at Craigslist. That's funny. It's unbelievable to me how expensive like all pieces of furniture are. Like a standing lamp. Christina and I were looking for a standing lamp for the corner of the living room, and they're like ninety bucks for a friggin' lamp. I know. Or you can get some piece of crap, and it sucks. Something that's literal, literal garbage is we try to buy a new garbage can for the kitchen, like just like a stainless steel. Step on the pedal, open the lid. Freaking 70 bucks at Target. I'm like, I know. Garbage. You can't buy one. I'm putting gar like garbage into Literal it. trash in it. Literal trash. Why is it $70? Yeah. That, that is one thing that I just can't get over in life is things being more than I believe they should be. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. But my chair is for her because she went out to those estate okay, sales nice. early this morning. Oh, nice. or yesterday morning to find those for us and I was really jealous because I wanted to go with her because I love good estate sale yeah. but I do I I like antiquing that's fun I almost signed up for a vintage teacup subscription box the other day but <laughs> so great restraint. okay Shelly <laughs> I know I thought Aunt Shelly would be so proud Sometimes not in my teacups the, the amount of times I heard that as a child what? and also as a full-grown adult not near my teacups <laughs> unbelievable you know what don't put your teacups on a hutch in the dining room by a indoor basketball hoop what do you expect from your children 
There are so many she teacups. She does have some really tables. nice teacups, though. She does. She does. We've broken quite a few. Sorry about that, Mom. Love you. But what's a girl to do? Well, I think that that's all we have for today. Well, that's all we got. Tune in I next will week. I, I hope that uh, the reviews of this one are that it was much more succinct and organized. We really tried, but we did get on a tangent about our worst traits, but I can't help it. That's At least you know what they are. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week. You get to hear us talk to special guest star. Special Should we reveal it or no? Uh, they already know because we revealed it last episode. Oh, well, they haven't heard last episode, but they'll know. So Yeah. So Wes won't know because he's not listening to <laughs> he doesn't care about that way. So we'll have, to, we'll have to think about what we're going to do with our guest. So mm-hmm. I have my legal pad right here. We can reach <laughs> Perfect. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace and love. Peace and love. Mm-hmm.